When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, family? What's good? Hey. Well, y'all looking all sad. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man. Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible study sessions. The doctors and tonight we are here in the studio live with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore. Tonight, like I said, is our weekly Food for the Soul. This is our Bible study sessions. Are you ready for the word tonight? Are you ready? 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 I know that I am ready for the word. Tonight is time to feast, feast, and feast. Tonight, the doctor is in, and he will bring you the unadulterated gospel. He is breaking down the religious barrier walls by breaking down the truth and giving you the truth raw and uncut. Here on Blessings by Grace radios, the doctor gives it to you raw and uncut. By that, what that means is that whatever God gives to him, he lays all the cards on the table for you, and he lets you know what God is giving you exactly as he's getting it from God himself. We don't sugarcoat anything here on the air. We don't twist the words up. We don't make the words benefit us. We've never done it that way. And the doctor has been in the ministry at his church for 59 long years since 1961. He's been dealing with the Lord inside of the walls, the four walls, talking, teaching, and preaching the word of God. So anybody who had an ear to listen, like the Bible says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying into the church. I'm paraphrasing. It may not be exactly that exact wording. I'm paraphrasing, but that is something that it talks about. So in case I didn't say every itemized word identical to the KJV, let me clarify that I paraphrased what it was saying. So basically what it means is that if you have an ear to listen, let us listen to the minister. Let us listen to the man of God because he's letting us know what the Lord is giving to him. And so this is an amazing opportunity, especially now that we have technology. We're in an era, we're in, an era in a dispensation in time where everything is technology this, technology that, cell phone this, cell phone that, tablets, computers, desktops, uh, uh, smart TVs, anything that can connect to the Internet. We're in this dispensation where everyone on the planet knows something about technology, social media, and all the good stuff that has to follow with that. And so we, of course, are following the trend. We're following the curve as well. This is why we offer the radio station to you guys. This is the way you guys can help us. You guys can listen into us every Wednesday and Thursday and on Sundays too. So three times a week we're on for you. What you can also do is you can share our show with others. You can let other people know about our show. The more listeners we have, the better we'll be. We love having you guys listen to us on the air. And also, too, we again have brought back our P.O. box. Um, so if you ever feel in your heart that you'd like to bless the radio broadcast to keep us on the air, um, we'd love to have you. Um, any monetary blessings or if you have special prayer requests, secret notes you'd like to send to the doctor, you can. We do have a P.O. box set up for that. It is P.O. box 671. Apple Valley, California, 92307. Um, Dr. Moore, he can check the P.O. box. So if you write any special letters or prayer requests that you don't want to announce on the air but you would like prayers for, he will read them privately, and he will take your petitions to the throne of grace and will put you on the national prayer list at our church. That way everyone in the prayer um, department at our church, our prayer bank can pray for you. They don't even have to know specifically your name, it could be anonymous as far as the person and the name, and they can just pray for the need. So that's T.O. Box 671, Apple Valley, California, 92307. Now, like I said, if you'd like to do anything monetarily, let us know. We also have open spots available that if you have a business 
or you do have like events and stuff that you do that you would like us to maybe make a commercial or an announcement about, you can contact us at Blessings by Grace Radio. That's the S at the end of radio at yahoo.com, and we can give you our contact information. You can talk with us, and there will be a small charge, um, a monetarily small fee in order to have your commercial played if you had, like, a certain jingle, or if you just wanted us to announce that you had something upcoming, whether it's the uh, – type of vendor event, whether you are a different church and you just want us to be able to share. We are in over 68 different countries around the globe. We do have over 47,000 listeners. So people are listening to us weekly, and we're making a stance within God and his kingdom. So if you're all about kingdom building and you're all about doing what God is calling you to do and you'd like to be participants with us, we welcome you, we welcome you, we welcome you. Ladies and gentlemen, the man of the hour. God bless you guys. The doctor is in, and he's ready to teach you now. God bless. God bless you and ready your land tonight. As we often say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice therein. Thank God for my announcement, bringing us on tonight. Amen. And give me you just a little amen example of what we believe in. Amen. That is the word of God. We do stand firmly on the word of God. Praise the Lord. We it's nothing but it's not about ourselves, amen, to try to make ourselves look good, but it's about God's word. And we're going to get right into the word of God tonight. Thank God again for all of you that is praying for us and support us. Amen. We're going to call your attention to First Thessalonians 4 and 7, 2 Corinthians 6, 7, and 18, and 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16, 1 Peter 2, 9, and 11. For Paul, amen, is written a letter to the Thessalonians. In chapter 4 through 7. And he said these words. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Second Corinthians 6 and 17 and 18 says... Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separated, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. 2 Corinthians 7 and 1 says, Having therefore these promises, dear beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, preferring holiness in the fear of God. 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16. As obedient children, not fashion yourselves 
according to the former lust in your ignorance. But as he which has called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. First Peter 2, 9 and 11. But you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praise of him who has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light, which in time past were not a people but are now the people of God, which has not obtained mercy, but now has obtained mercy. Dear beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which wars against the soul. Talking tonight to us Christians, He's talking to the believers in Christ Jesus. He didn't specify any denomination, but he's talking to those that believe the word of God. Letting us know, amen, that God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. The Lord is looking for a holy people in 2020. He's letting us know, amen, that come from out from among them. Talking about those that confess to be holy, but they're not living a holy life. He says, wherefore come out from among them? And be ye separated, says the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I was thought about King Uzziah. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord. Isaiah was a worshiper of the king. But idolatry was in his way. He was serving in a the midst of people that was unclean, but he couldn't see that then. And he couldn't see a man that he was filthy himself. But he said, in the year the king of the I died, I also saw the Lord. And when he saw God, amen, he come out from among them. He separated himself from that congregation that called itself praising God, and there were filters in their flesh and in their spirit. God is a holy nature. God has a holy nature. His spirit is holy. 
His words is holy. His dwelling place is holy. His name is holy. God's holy notion. Israel was a holy people. Israel was an example to the heathen. Israel was a peculiar treasure. God's holy church. The church is a dwelling place for his spirit. The church is a preservative of truth. The church is a light to the world. The beautifulness of holiness. It reflects in our attitude. It reflects our action in our appearance. Beloved, the writer is letting us know that if we are in Jesus Christ, old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become to be new. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. God is holy, and his holiness is reflected in his nature, in his work, and in his people. God shows his holiness in his work, and he shows his holiness in his peoples. The new birth experience is magnificent. When Jesus Christ enumerated the principles, you must be born again. You cannot be holy and have not been born again of the Spirit of God. You've got to be born again. He did not speak of a plan of salvation that would bind individuals in despair or desperation. Rather, he spoke of an opportunity for salvation that will free men and women from the bondage of sin. That's what Jesus come to do, is to free us from the bondage of sin. As when he says, amen, God didn't call us out of uncleanness and holiness. When you come to Jesus, you must live a holy life. When we in the world, we under bondage. We under sin. We don't serve God. We serve the devil. No matter how much you say you love the Lord, when you are in the world and you have not repented of your sin, you don't serve the Lord. You're serving your father, the devil. Born again, we began to live above the degeneration of this world. When we are born again, we began, amen, to live above the things of this world, the 
evil things of this world that the world says that is good, God says that is bad. We don't believe in participating with sin when we have been born again. We don't believe in judging ourselves into drugs, alcohol, when we are born again. There is a change, amen, coming out of life. I'm talking about believers now when we have been born again. This amen tonight, the call, amen, to holiness. God is calling men and women to holiness. Come out from among them if you're not holy. Amen. Come out from the, among those that are not holy. And come on, amen, into holiness. You have heard those words echo in your mind so many times, amen. Jesus said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. Holiness is the only way is, amen, into the kingdom of heaven. We must be holy. Beginning a new life of righteousness, peace. Joy in the Holy Ghost. That's our new life. We just don't want to do the things that we used to do. We just don't go to the same places that we used to go. We don't respond to the same kind of music, amen, that the world, uh, uh, that we, that the world plays. We don't respond to it anymore. It doesn't have any feeling to us anymore. We are a new creature in Christ Jesus. I'm talking about truly born-again believers. There's a change. Romans 14 and 17, read it when you have time. We died to sin when we repented our sin. We died. We literally died to sin when we repented of our sin. If you have not experienced a spirit of death, you have not died to sin. There is a spirit of death that every believer must experience. And you do that, amen, while you're living. You don't do that, amen, when you're dead. The former life of bondage is put behind us. It is buried in water baptism. In the name of Jesus Christ, the former life, amen, that we used to do, drinking, smoking, gambling, cursing, committing, adultery, fornicating, amen, and all of those things, it's behind us. We don't do those things anymore. We don't have the craving for alcohol anymore. Have the craving, amen, to commit adultery or fornication anymore. All of those things is behind us. Those things kept us in bondage.
But when we are buried in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ, and I want to say tonight, amen, search the scripture, for in them you think you have eternal life, for they are they that testify as of me according to the word of God. Search the scripture. Have you been, amen, buried in water, buried, not sprinkled, but buried in water. As Jesus was buried in the heart of the earth, amen, you ought to be buried in water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. We we all are filled with the Holy Ghost. We all filled with the Holy Ghost, not some of us. Every born-again believer ought to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Don't get it wrong, my people. There are literally a thousand of you are saying that I'm filled with the Spirit. But the Bible tells us these signs shall follow them that believe it. If you are a real believer, you will have some signs to prove that you are a real believer. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost and speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gives the utterance, tongue is a sign not to the believer, but for those that don't believe. Tongue lets you know, amen, that you are a believer. Have you spoken other tongues? as the Spirit would help you to do. You can't do it on your own. Oh, there is a phony tongue out there. Amen. But I'm talking about, amen, you allowing the Holy Ghost, you allowing the Spirit of the presence of God is to come up on you, and you allowing the presence of God is to, amen, change your language into his language. What an awesome experience that is, the call to holiness. God is calling the world to holiness. God is saying tonight to you out there in Radio Land, be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without no man shall see the Lord. Come out, separate yourself from those that are not holy. Only those that are holy and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost is going to go back with Jesus. In this dispensation of time that we are living in, God requires us to be holy and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give us utterance. We are in a dispensation of time where God commands us to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now remember, Jesus said there are going to be many false prophets come after him. They are going to deny that fact. Amen, saying that you don't have to speak in tongues to be saved. But the scripture tells us these signs shall follow them that believe it. In my name they shall cast out devils. 
they shall lay hands on the sick. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Amen. You ought to be full of the Holy Ghost. Through these faith, respond. We are born again. Amen. When we, when we have these signs to follow. Amen. It let us know that we are born again. And it, it is a real change in our life. I can remember seeking the Lord. I didn't know what being born again were. I didn't know what this drastic change, amen, was supposed to be, to be a Christian. Until I was taught and I waited upon the Lord. And he baptized me with the Holy Ghost. Speaking in other tongue as the Spirit of God gave me utterance. I'm a witness to that today. We we become new men and women in Christ Jesus. When you're born again, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. It separates us, amen, from our friends in the world. Fellowship, amen, have righteousness with unrighteousness. Or with light, with darkness. We become new men and women in Christ Jesus. As babes in Christ, we learn a new manner of living. We, we, learn, we learn a new way of living. It's not party time. On Saturday, Friday night, it's not party time. It comes to be a praise time, praising our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, striving daily to reflect the character of our Lord. We strive in daily to be like Jesus, striving hard to be like Jesus. And the old flesh, amen, don't want us to be like Jesus. Our flesh is one of the greatest enemies that there is against salvation. It is contrary to the will of God. Paul says there is no good thing in our flesh. Your flesh don't want to really praise the Lord. Your flesh don't want to suffer. But, amen, we reflect the characters of the Lord. The spirit that dwells within our heart, it motivates us to pursue pureness. Amen. It, it, it motivates us to be more pure, only the pure in heart, for they shall see God. It promotes us, amen, in holiness, in our attitude. It brings about a different attitude in your life. That old nasty attitude, amen, that you had before, amen, you come to Jesus, amen, when you come to Jesus, you don't have that old attitude anymore. And if you say that you are a saint of God and you still got a nasty attitude, something is wrong. 
Because when Jesus come into your life, if you did have a nasty, snorty attitude, amen, when Jesus come, Jesus changed that attitude. That old attitude, the action, and appearance. At the moment of salvation, holiness is imparted to us through the Spirit as a result of the death of Jesus on the cross. The moment of salvation, holiness is imparted to us. What do you think died on Calvary? It was a holy God. A man that died on Calvary, he was without sin. Neither was God found in his mouth. He was holy. And he come down on Calvary, amen, to die for our sins. On the cross. It is not the cross, amen, so important, but it was he, amen, that hung on the cross. That was the important thing. The cross itself, amen, can't save you, but he that hung on the cross, I guarantee you, he can save you. His blood, his blood, it washes away our sin. His blood is so important. His blood is so pure. It washes away our sin. Nothing but the blood of Jesus is able is to wash away our sin. Only Jesus, our high priest, is able to forgive us of our sin. Nobody else on this earth. Don't you let nobody tell you that men can forgive you for your sin because Man cannot forgive you for your sin because man is not holy. Man is not pure. We were born in iniquity, every human being. We were born in sin, and we are shaped in iniquity. So every man, amen, that is born on this earth, they need a cleaning. They need a mediator. That meeting is none other than Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ on the cross, his blood washes away our sin. We stand holy before God. Right now, amen. What kind of condition are you in before your master? Are you holy right now, beloved? The Bible says, be ready. Don't get ready. Amen. You don't know when Jesus is coming. I don't know when he's coming. He says, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready. Are you holy? Have you allowed the Lord to wash away your sin? After what we demonstrate good works, as we are not called to uncleanness, but under holiness. 
Have you ever seen so many people confessing to be saints of God, living for the Lord, and still, amen, committing all kind of acts of sin, all the flesh and spirit? God did not call us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Means to be set apart from the world, to be separated from those that are not living for Jesus. First Thessalonians 4 and 7. The joy we find in forgiveness inspires us to live our lives in a manner that we please God. Or when we have true forgiveness, true forgiveness, knowing that we are sinners, knowing that we did wrong. And we come to the knowledge and ask the Lord to forgive us. We can understand he pardoned us from our sins. We have a broken heart, and we have the contrite spirit. We come to him giving up everything, saying, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Because we want to be pleased, pleasing unto the Lord. Our life that we live ought to have a life to be pleasing unto the Lord. God has a holy nature. If we are to please God, we need to understand the nature of God. Holiness is an essential aspect of his nature. That's amen. Holiness is just like God because amen. Holiness is of God. God called. God called. Can you hear that call? God called, say, be ye holy. He didn't put holiness above, amen, mankind living for him. He said, be ye holy. From the day of Mount Sinai, Leviticus 20 and 7, the call to holiness is intimate, intertwined with the nature of God. Way back under the Old Testament, God required holiness. Are you holy tonight? You are there and ready your land tonight. Are you holy? Are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Have you allowed the Lord to take that tongue of yours and allow him to speak in his language to you? These signs shall follow them that believe us. His spirit is holy. God's spirit that you say dwell in you is holy. From eternity past, God has possessed the characteristic of holiness. I don't care how far you go back. You can find out that God was holy. 
And he always is going to be holy. But he made a way that we should also reflect his character. We can also be holy. Who is walking unto thee, O Lord, among the small G-O-D-S? Who is walking thee, glory in holiness? There is nobody. There is nothing like God in his holiness. He's fearful and praise. My God, when you understand holiness and you praise the Lord, he is fearful and praise. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Does wonder. Exodus 15 and 11. The holiness of God is his glory. The holiness of God is his glory. God get glory out of holiness. His cleanliness, his righteousness, his sanctified and pureness and the essential of God. That he is holy is the bedrock truth of the Christian faith. Yes, he is not going to stoop no lower than being holy. You tell me, amen, you holy and you don't have the Holy Ghost? How can that be? And the foundation of the moral behavior because he is holy. There is no vulnerableness in him. James 1, 17, God is spirit. And that spirit is the Holy Spirit. When God come into you, that Holy Spirit come in and it clean you from all sin and unrighteousness. It burns up all sin. God's spirit is holy. His word is holy. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word were God. No words, amen. The word of God was holy. In the beginning, amen, was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. John 1 and 1. Since God is holy, that which belongs to him is holy. If God is holy, every born-again believer ought to be holy. If you belong to him, you are like him. You don't put on his nature. Furthermore, among that which is identified as God and with God in his word, the world was framed by the word of God. Hebrew 11 and 3. The word of God come to the prophets through the ages. 
has been demonstrated to be infallible. The word don't lie. I may not understand the fullness of the word, but God's word don't lie. He's infallible. He cannot lie. God's word is distant and set apart from the words of every other prophet. No matter how good the prophet was, amen, and nobody's word was not like the word of God himself. Other prophets teaches all the wise men, for his word has never failed. We got something to stand on, amen, and look forward to God's word has never failed. First King 8 and 56. When the word was made flesh, John 1, 14, the word was made flesh. Even that flesh was holy and without sin. Hebrews 4 and 15, when the word was made flesh, there was no sin in that flesh. It was a holy thing, amen, that comes into Mary's womb. It was holy then, and it's holy now. God's word can came to the writer of Scripture. True, as holy men of God speak, as they were Moved by the Holy Ghost, holy men of God. If you're going to represent the Lord, you must be holy. You must live a holy life. Your character and your conduct, amen, must represent holiness. First Peter 1 and 21. It's too many people trying to represent our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they are not living a holy life. Be ye holy. I am holy. The call of God is telling you and I is to be holy. God's word. Amen. Let us know that we have to be holy. When the holy words was transcribed by holy men, an infallible book was born. His word is holy. It is pure. It's clean. It is righteousness. And it never changed. God's word is holy. It's not another book like a textbook that you pick up and read. God's word is different. God's word is holy. The letter killeth. But you see, God quickened that letter, and amen, that letter come to be alive. God's word is holy. God's word is alive. It's not a dead word. It's alive. And it'll never change. 
he dwelleth in places is holy. For thus says the highest and lofty one that inherits eternal, whose name is holy. I dwell in the highest and holy places, Isaiah 57 and 15. God dwells in the high and holy places. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness, Psalm 47 and 8. God sitteth upon the throne of holiness. There is nothing around God but holiness. Righteousness. Love and peace. Are you holy? He's saying tonight, amen, come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. Our churches, 8516 South Compton Avenue in Los Angeles. We teach holiness. We live holy. You don't have a church home. And you're looking for, amen, somebody is to teach holiness. Come on down. We teach holiness. And holy without, he said, no man shall see the Lord. I don't make no difference how well you can pronounce words, how good you can moan, and how well you can sing, and how well you can pray. If you are not holy, you're not going to see Jesus, not in peace. God is holy. And wheresoever he dwells is a holy dwelling place. Wherever God dwells at, amen, amen, it's a holy place. Now, if the Lord is living within you, your life is a holy life. Your life will not allow you to entertain sin. Don't let sin therefore reign in your monster body that you should obey it in the lust thereof. If sin come, amen, quickly repent of that thing. Because God is holy. Before the Shekinah presence of God enters the tabernacle of Moses, the tabernacle was sanctified and hollow under God. But it was his presence between the cherubim and the holy of holiness that made the tabernacle holiness. God's presence was in the tabernacle, and in the tabernacle, amen, God's presence was so profound, it was so mightily, until it took a special somebody is to go into the presence of God. It was a hollow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah be thy name. His name is holy. No one could approach this inward chamber except the high priest on the day of atonement once a year. God's presence was in there, and only one could go into, amen, that tabernacle was a priest, and that priest had to, amen, clean himself before he could enter into the presence of the Lord. 
Oh, the presence of God is not a likely thing is to be incident to. You can't, amen, have sin written all over you and done some everything, amen, and come in the presence of God. That's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing. In David's day in Zion, and the dwelling place of the Ark of the Covenant was called the mountain of his holiness. Psalm 48, 1 and 2. When Solomon's temple was completed, the glory of the Lord filled the house as he sanctified it to himself. The glory of God filled that house as he sanctified it unto himself. Think about amen. Second Chronicles 7 and 2 through 12. It became a holy place. Come on. We run around here today, amen, and the sanctuary that God has set up, that building is not holy, but the amen, we that is in that building, amen, we ought to be holy as we worship God. My God, my God. It is a place that we come to learn about him, but he is holy. His spirit takes residence there. God's spirit takes residence there. God dwells is always a holy place. Where the Lord is, it must be holy. Psalm 93 and 5, Isaiah 63 and 15. Are your body a living sacrifice? Is it holy? Is it acceptable under God? Is that your, is that our reasonable servant? God is looking for some holy people. His name is holy. God's name has always been an integrity part of himself. He's holy. The presence and the name of God as his presence is holy, so his name is holy. The very name of God is holy. What name is that? Amen. His name is Jesus. He says, I come in my Father's name. Did you know God had a name? He said, I come in my Father's name, but you don't believe me. If anybody else would come in his name, speaking of the Antichrist, you would believe him, but he's telling you, I come in my Father's name, but you don't believe me. There is only one name given to men by which they can be saved, Acts 4 and 12. Just one name. One name. Not Buddha, not Hindu, not Mohammed. There is only one name that is given among men whereby they must be saved. That is a holy name, and that name is Jesus. Bring forward a son. Matthew 1 and 21. 
and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The singular name of a singular God, it deserves great reverence. Amen. And I tell you, we ought to lift up the name of Jesus. It deserves great reverence. His name is holy, righteous, clean, pure, and without. He's equal. God's name is to be praised and never profaned. We ought to praise the name of the Lord. Leviticus, amen, 20 and 3. And Leviticus 22. We ought to praise the name of God. God is looking for some holy people. Are you holy tonight? Be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without no man shall see God. Israel was a holy people. God chose the people of Israel to be his people from all other nations of the earth. They weren't the greatest people. They weren't the mightiest people. And they weren't the strongest people. But God chose Israel. God chose them in Abraham to confirm the promise to Jacob. However, it was not until they were called out of Egypt that they obtained a distant identity as a nation. It was at Mount Sinai that God confirmed them as his people. Are you his people tonight? God bless you in Radio Land. This is Dr. Moore saying, I pray that you were fed by the word of God. That was excellent coming from Dr. Moore. Don't forget, we'll be on Sunday. Uh, you will hear a church service in progress, and then we'll be back next Wednesday for prayer, and also next Thursday for the Word of God again. We thank you for listening in. We truly, truly appreciate you every single week that you decide to share in with us. We are so honored, elated, and grateful for you. So we'll be back next week. God bless you. Godspeed. And we hope you enjoy and have a blessed rest of your weekend. God bless everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we'd want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.